with your host, Stephanie Arnold. Hi, and welcome to the show, Amar. Would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Well, hello. Uh, I'm Amar Nat. I'm an economist in Econ One's Los Angeles office. Uh, I have a PhD in economics, but unlike most of my colleagues here, my primary focus is not litigation work. My area of expertise is data analysis and predictive modeling for businesses. Well, it is a pleasure to have you here. And for our first-time guests, we always like to ask the same question, and that is, what is your first job? My first job was a tutor in high school. For what time? Math. Math. Of course. Uh, and yes, here you are at Econ 1. Ah, fitting, fitting. Okay, well, I want to back up, Amar, and ask you exactly what is data analysis and predictive modeling for businesses? What, what's that mean? So another common term you might have heard for it is data science. Uh, I think everyone is pretty aware that companies are always collecting a ton of data. And that can be anything from basic sales transactions for a closed retailer, for instance, to really sophisticated continuous tracking of customers in a multimedia empire like Disney. Everyone does some basic data analysis, like figuring out which items sell the best or whether your sales are subject to strongly seasonal trends. Uh, but eventually you're going to hit the limits of what you can do as someone who's primarily a business owner or running a division. At that point, it might make sense to bring in someone like me, who can help you leverage your internal data, possibly introduce into the analysis some relevant external data sources, and help you model business drivers or outcomes. Amar, that makes sense in the abstract, but what kinds of drivers and outcomes would businesses be trying to model? Can you discuss some more concrete examples? Sure. Uh, so one example is to help a company estimate the impact of various marketing tactics on sales and profit. In technical terms, these are called marketing mix models. And the information that comes out of these types of models is used to optimize a company's mix of marketing tactics. Another example might be using your customer data, information on sales, preferences, etc., to predict whether adding a new product line or an additional store location is going to be profitable. Um, I personally do a lot of work with loyalty programs, predicting how users might react to changes in the loyalty program and how that affects points flowing through the program. Uh, I also estimate how a particular promotion might perform among loyalty customers. I build profiles of the major types of users based on their interaction with the program, casual users, people who collect points and hoard them, power users who earn tons of points and redeem them frequently, and the like. Those loyalty points are considered financial liabilities for a company, so the point flows that are predicted from the model can be used in evaluations context to book their financials, um, so for financial reporting purposes. This all sounds very different from the litigation support and expert witness work that we've been hearing about uh, in our other podcasts. Is that, where does this tie in? I mean, it seems different on the surface, but there's a lot more connection than you might think. We're using the extensive data skills we have as economists and statisticians, the clear communication techniques we've learned as expert witnesses, and our experience in jumping into new industries deeply enough to understand market drivers and create robust models in the litigation context. This is just a different application of those skills to help businesses inform their decision making. All right, let's, let's break this down a little. Uh, you listed three areas where expert witness and litigation support skills overlap into data analysis and predictive modeling for businesses. Let's start with the first one. So what are the data skills you need for this type of analysis and modeling? The approach is largely the same for litigation and business analytics. You have your question of interest in mind, 
You start with exploratory analysis. You identify characteristics and trends in your data, get a feel for what the data looks like, how it's distributed, what its components are, as well as whether it's relatively organized or less structured, clean or messy. From there, you decide how best to answer that question of interest. Do you need to use machine learning or classification algorithms? Is regression analysis appropriate? What kind of model is best given your data? We have a really extensive toolbox of modeling techniques that we can deploy in a huge variety of ways. That's neat. So you use a lot of the same analysis and modeling techniques that you might use for litigation. Um, why are the communication skills you mentioned so important? You're not trying to explain this to a jury. I think clear communication is always critical, right? In this case, you need to be able to clearly explain your technical model and process to stakeholders who do not have your analytical background. These are CEOs and CFOs who are very smart and have very limited time. They appreciate clarity and conciseness and will have a lot of very challenging questions. Challenging in a technical way? Uh, just to back up, you mentioned they don't have your analytical background, so surely they can't challenge your modeling techniques. Well, it's important to remember that they have a much deeper understanding of their own business and industry than we might, drawn from years of experience. Based on that experience, they might question why you included certain variables or elements or whether you properly accounted for certain quirks of the industry. I often find that in the first phase of a project, when I present a lot of my exploratory data analysis, some things that stood out to me as unusual can be explained by someone with enough institutional knowledge. Do you have an example of that? I sure do. In one project involving loyalty data, I saw several moments in time that seemed pivotal based on sudden, a sudden surge in users or a dramatic change in activity patterns. The client was able to identify the probable causes of those anomalies. Well, for instance, a rocky merger with another firm that affected the quality of the data. I could control for those events because I could see them, but I couldn't necessarily explain them without the client's input. Ah, I see. They have more context for the data, so even if they don't understand the specific techniques you're using, as long as you're able to clearly explain how the technique works, they will often have thoughts about necessary elements to ensure high-quality results. Exactly. It's a very collaborative process. I have the quantitative skills. They have the qual qualitative knowledge. So speaking of qualitative knowledge, that's a little related to your third point of overlap, right? For litigation, you have to jump into a potentially unfamiliar industry and gain a strong working knowledge of the structure and drivers of that industry in a very short time to be able to build an appropriate model for a case. How is that similar with business modeling consulting? Um, it's a little bit easier with business modeling, actually, because the client can often give you an overview of their industry, but it's always smart to do your own research. You want to walk in with an idea of how the client's industry works so that you already have a baseline to build on. For instance, if you're doing work in the airline industry, it's useful to come in knowing that oil prices play a huge role in pricing. That's something so basic that a client might not even think to mention it, but it's a critical component of pricing strategies and would have to be included in, say, some sort of dynamic pricing model that's trying to target consumer price sensitivities more accurately. Interesting. It seems like the skills and experience of economists and statisticians working in litigation actually flow pretty cleanly into data science. It does. Econ One's team of highly trained economists and statisticians and analysts gives clients access to a huge range of skills, strengths, and experience. 
All of the skills honed in the litigation context carry over very well into the private sector econometric and statistical con consulting context, which is why I'm so excited to be part of this firm. We are very happy to have you. And if you could give our clients one big takeaway from all of this, what would it be? I would say that the big takeaway is you can almost always get more out of your data if you just know who to go to and work with them to ask the right questions. Again, thank you for being here. We also like to ask, uh, what is your favorite part about being an economist? Um, well, I think it will come as no surprise that my favorite part is getting to work with the data, um, being able to translate all the things that I learned in, in school about the theory behind market drivers and demand estimation and all that sort of stuff and being able to apply it to a specific context with a client's specific data to help them actually make meaningful decisions. It's not going into a vacuum. They get to actually use that. Well, again, thank you for being here. And if you'd like to learn more about Amar Nat and our advanced analytics team, head to our website at www.econone.com. Thank you for joining us on Inside Expert. Mm -hmm.